0: the outlet the talk of southland welcome to the outlet i'm your host brent harbour and this podcast i talk to david boniface chairman of the fiordlands trail trust we chat about the fantastic findings of a report into the economic impact of the lake to lake trail and their future plans for the region hi david welcome to the outlet Hi Brent, I'm happy to be here. Now, there was a great outcome recently from the Angus & Associates Impact Assessment Report. Can you tell us more about the positive economic impact of the Lake-to-Lake Trail on the local economy? I certainly
1: can, and it was well outlined in the report. We knew the trail was adding value to the area and adding income to Tia and businesses of the like, but we were a little surprised by the extent of that. The snapshot that Angus looked at was from March 22 to March 23 and they deduced that there was an economic benefit of around 3.025 million to the community as a result of the lake to lake trail being there. They had a a whole heap of uh, information around findings from the survey that they did, the trail user survey and the survey of businesses, the survey of stakeholders and essentially the highlights were in that particular year that because of the Lake-to-Lake Trail, there was about 5,100 visitors came to fuel to particularly use the trail. Collectively, that meant around 10,000 nights of accommodation provided in the area. The direct economic contribution, crewing, as a result of that visitor expenditure was in excess of $1.8 million. And then there was also another element of income that was a, a, is a direct result of the events that are held uh, annually using the trail as, as a facility. That's including the Meridian Half Marathon, the MIT 10, 10K, and the Spring Challenge. And it was assessed that those three events alone in that particular year contributed over $980,000 worth of benefits to the local economy. So, yeah, pretty revel- relevant really. And um, that aside, there's also been um, a tremendous boost to businesses um, in, in Te Tiana Township itself. There are a number of businesses that hire bikes, three or four. This is reported that they had benefited by the tune of around about 13% in revenue
0: take as a result of the trail being there. So yeah, we're pretty positive, really. The other good thing too was the score from the trail users was eight out of 10, which is great. So how will this impact the Fiordland Trails Trust plans for the future?
1: Well, it's interesting that that's a great score, sure, but there are things that we are doing and can do that will actually improve the user satisfaction. There's a, there's a four kilometre leg that we referred to as Leg 5, between um, Balloon Loop and Supply Bay Road. That's on road currently because we haven't been able to achieve dock permissions to put the trail through the park. We've now decided that we will progress in off-road Leg 5, not through the park though, skirting the park. And we've, in, in the Angus report really alerted us to the fact that there was an element of frustration with having to ride on the on the road, given how fantastic it was being away from the road and along the river and the lake and so on. So anyway, we've bitten the bullet. We can't wait to 20 2030 until the park plan may be changed and there's no there's no promises around that. So we're going to get on with it and complete that League Five off-road within the next couple of years.
0: So could you tell me please what are the ongoing plans to extend the trail further north of Tiano, as well as the Jobs for Nature programme?
1: Yeah, ab- absolutely. We have in fact got six kilometres of, of trail in place now from Tianan heading towards Tiana Downs. And we have resource consents to build a trail up to Boundary Creek, which is the Children National Park boundary, that is 14 kilometres north of Tiano. So we've got portion under construction right now and we hope to get to Boundary Creek for the next two, two and a half years. And
0: the Jobs for Nature program?
1: Well, two years ago, the, the government made the Jobs for Nature funding available and we saw an opportunity to, in fact, progress our trail but alongside that to undertake some biodiversity work that enhances the, the trail and the trail surrounds so there's five aspects to the Job for Nature, Nature um, project. It's been running for two years now. As part of this project, we maintain a 40-metre corridor. We are enhancing the, some of the eroded banks within the trail corridor um, as well. But the major amount of effort is actually going into the biodiversity work in the Aurora Delta. And I'm pleased to say that we've, we've planted of the order of 16,000 native plants in the Delta and th- across three areas over the last two years. And we have also maintained a predator control program across that, that area. And we've got further enhancement to do. As well um, within within
0: that delta. What are you looking for in regards to future development of the Lake to Lake Trail? And I mean, what work is being done to make Tiano a cycling hub with multiple trail options for users?
1: We have always had that as our long term objective. We would like Tiano to be a, a cycling, tourist cycling destination, even though our trail is a multi use trail and it's there for, it's there for everybody, um, from the disabled down to the children on bikes and so on. But we're taking on basically a, a hub-and-spoke approach, if you like. We Our long-term dream is to see, in conjunction with uh, the Milford Opportunities Group, was to see a trail from Cascade Creek and Eagle Valley right the way through to Manapouri, And then that, that would give us about 100 kilometres of trail. That aside, we, we're also looking at other potential trails. And again, this was highlighted in the Angus Report. And we had stakeholders and users saying, hey, yes, we should look at particularly two other options. One is a trail from Manipuri up the Whitestone and, and back into Te Ania. And another one is perhaps along the edge of the Kepler Meyer, which runs parallel with Te Manipuri State Highway 95. So we've got a lot on our books. We've got construction going on. We're going to have that continuing as long as, until our money runs out, essentially. And then we're also scoping, mainly on a voluntary on a with the skills we've got within the trust the kepler and the Whitestone trails as well. And there are others we would like to get into later on and potentially a, a link to around the mountain. Potentially, if we ever get permission to to get into the park, um, across to Hidden Lakes on the other side of the lake, from Tianao.
0: There's a whole heap of, of possibilities to be fair, Brent. Yeah, boy, it's a big project, isn't it? And I mean, people can find out more if they get to FiordlandTrails.nz. That's your website. But what else can people find on there, David? Um, it's a very comprehensive
1: website. You can read about the trails. You can read about our, the Angus Report is tagged, and they can read about the details of the survey and the outcomes of that, that impact assessment. They can read about the history of the trust, identify the trustees. We're a bunch of volunteers, remember, but we do employ professionals as required to advance our our professional services ahead of our uh, ahead of our trail progression because there's a hang of a lot of work has to go into the resource consenting um, aspects these days, as you'll know. And um,
0: I could imagine what the paperwork's like. Yeah.
1: Well, it's got harder over time. Like we we started out in 2015. All we needed was DOC permission in those days. Um, now it probably takes a year at least. To get a um, trial extension over the line with through the consenting authorities,
0: and people can donate on the website too, can't they?
1: Yes, there's um, there's uh, information on there in respect to that. We, we're very indebted to Community funders. We haven't had a lot of money out of out of government, except to say the uh, Jobs for Nature project, and we've got a beautiful little um, cycle bridge across the Upākaurua River, thanks to um, NZTA. So we we have been fortunate. But we look across the the boundary at uh, Otago and Queenstown with real envy when you see the billions that are actually poured into that area and the benefits they're accruing. So the reality is we've spent around about, well, less than $2 million in total. We're accruing $3 million a year in benefits. You know, we've got 30 odd kilometres of trail for that $2 million. We think we're a hang of a good investment.
0: Yeah, I think so. Look, it's, a, it's incredible what you've done. with, it. And it's great when the community gets behind you, right? I mean, they, they drive a lot of this.
1: Oh, a great bunch of, of volunteers, mainly locals. Great skill set amongst them. And we've never had a lot of money, so we've had to do a lot through volunteer inputs. But the benefits are huge, and, and we thoroughly
0: enjoy it. They're a great bunch of people. The Outlet, from your Southland app. Thanks for listening to The Outlet. The Outlet is produced and published by the Southland app and supported with funding from the New Zealand Public Interest Journalism Fund. The Outlet is available on the outlet button of your Southland app and wherever you get your podcasts.